Hey everybody, this is Richard Conwisher, and it's my honor to serve as the senior pastor of Peachtree Presbyterian Church in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm so glad that you've decided to join us for what we are calling Quest. It's a biblical journey where we are reading the Bible together. The ultimate search where we find out that God is actually searching for us. Many people have attempted to read the Bible from cover to cover, and what we find is that many people start out with great hope and don't make it to the end of the quest. We hope that this year will be different for you. Instead of trying to read the entire Bible in terms of every word and every page, we've highlighted the key chapters, and with only about 30 minutes or so per week worth of reading, we know that you will get the whole arc of the story, and that everything you read after that will have more meaning and depth and significance and beauty and wonder. And so we're glad that you're joining us on this quest. What we will do is we will read each week's portion of it because we know that so many of you are busy and might not have time to sit down and to read it with your own eyes. And what's interesting about this as you potentially listen to this in your car or while you're washing the dishes in the kitchen or while you're on a morning walk or exercise routine is that the Bible was intentionally and originally meant to be heard. For most of human history, the Bible was spoken aloud and repeated and repeated. And so we hope that with this podcast, you will get to hear each week's worth of reading and that you ask questions and you explore and you go back and you look deeper. I know that my Bible quest has been a lifelong journey and that my hunger for God only continues to grow throughout the years. And so we're grateful that you're with us. And if you want to find out more information or get more resources on the reading, go to peachtreechurch.com slash quest. And now for today's reading, listen to the word of the Lord. The book of Jeremiah, chapter one. The words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests of Anathothen, in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the thirteenth year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, and through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And the word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. And the Lord said to me, You've seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. 
The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling, I answered. It is tilting towards us from the north. And the Lord said to me, from the north, disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declared the Lord. Their kingdoms will come and set up their thrones in the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me and burning incense to other gods and worshiping what their hands have made. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, whatever I command you, do not be terrified by them or I will terrify you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Chapter 2 The word of the Lord came to me, go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says. I remember the devotion of your youth. How as a bride you loved me and followed me through the wilderness, through a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, the first fruits of its harvest. All who devoured her were held guilty and disaster overtook them, declares the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord, you descendants of Jacob, all you clans of Israel. This is what the Lord says. What fault did your ancestors find in me that they strayed so far from me? They followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves. They did not ask, where is the Lord who brought us out of Egypt and led us through the barren wilderness, through a land of deserts and ravines, a land of drought and utter darkness, a land where no one travels and no one lives? I brought you into a fertile land to eat its fruit and its rich produce, but you came and defiled my land and made my inheritance detestable. The priest did not ask, where is the Lord? Those who deal with the law did not know me. The leaders rebelled against me. The prophets prophesied by Baal, following worthless idols. Therefore, I will bring charges against you again, declares the Lord. And I will bring charges against your children's children. Cross over to the coasts of Cyprus and look. Send to Kedar and observe closely. See if there has ever been anything like this. Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are no gods at all. But my people have exchanged their glorious God for worthless idols. Be appalled at this, you heavens, and shudder with great horror. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and they have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns, that cannot hold water. Chapter 5. Go up and down the streets of Jerusalem, look around and consider, and search through her squares. 
If you can find but one person who deals honestly and seeks the truth, I will forgive the city. And although they say, as surely as the Lord lives, they are still swearing falsely. Lord, do not your eyes look for truth? You struck them, but they felt no pain. You crushed them, but they refused correction. They made their faces harder than stone and refused to repent. And I thought, these are only the poor. They are foolish, for they do not know the way of the Lord, the requirements of their God. And so I will go to the leaders and speak to them, and surely they will know the way of the Lord and the requirements of their God. But with one accord, they too had broken off the yoke, torn off the bonds. Therefore, a lion from the forest will attack them, and a wolf from the desert will ravage them. A leopard will lie and wait near their towns to tear to pieces any who venture out. For their rebellion is great and their backslidings many. Why should I forgive you? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by gods that there are not gods. I supplied their needs and yet they committed adultery and thronged to the house of prostitutes. They are well-fed, lusty stallions, each neighing for another man's wife, should I not punish them for this? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? Go through her vineyards and ravage them, but do not destroy them completely. Strip off her branches, for these people do not belong to the Lord. The people of Israel, the people of Judah, have been utterly unfaithful to me, declares the Lord. They have lied about the Lord. They said he will do nothing. No harm will come to us. He will never see sword or famine. The prophets are but wind and the word is not in them. And so let what they say be done to them. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty says. Because the people have spoken these words, I will make my words in your mouth a fire. And these people, the wood it consumes... People of Israel, declares the Lord, I am bringing a distant nation against you, an ancient and enduring nation, a people whose language you do not know, whose speech you do not understand. Their quivers are like an open grave. All of them are like mighty warriors. They will devour your harvests and food, devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and your herds, devour your vines and fig trees. With the sword they will destroy, the fortified cities in which you trust. And yet even in those days, declare the Lord, I will not destroy you completely. And when the people ask, why has the Lord our God done all this to us? You will tell them, as you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your own land, so now you will serve foreigners in a land not your own. Announce this to the descendants of Jacob. Proclaim it in Judah. Hear this, you foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Should you not fear me, declares the Lord? Should you not tremble in my presence? I made the sand a boundary for the sea, an everlasting barrier it cannot cross. The waves may roll, but they cannot prevail. They may roar, but they cannot cross it. But these people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned aside and gone away. 
They do not say to themselves, let us fear the Lord our God who gives autumn and spring rains in its season, who assures us of the regular weeks of the harvest. Your wrongdoings have kept these away. Your sins have deprived you of good. Among my people are the wicked who lie in wait like men who snare birds and like those who set traps to catch people. Like cages full of birds, their houses are full of deceit. They have become rich and powerful and have grown fat and sleek and their evil deeds have no limit and they do not seek justice. They do not promote the case of the fatherless. They do not defend the cause of the poor. Should I not punish them for this, declares the Lord? Should I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? A horrible and shocking thing has happened in the land. Prophecy lies in wait. The priests rule by their own authority. And my people love it this way. But what will you do in the end? Chapter 29. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was King Jehoiachin, the queen mother, the court officials, and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, and the skilled workers and the artisans who had gone into exile in Jerusalem. He entrusted the letter to Elash, son of Shaphan, and to Gemariah, son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. And it said, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all of those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses. Settle down. Plant gardens, eat what they produce, marry, have sons and daughters, and find wives for your sons, and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, but do not increase. Also seek the peace and the prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and the diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. And you may say, 
The Lord has raised up prophets for us in Babylon, but this is what the Lord says about the king who sits on David's throne and all the people who remain in the city, your fellow citizens who did not go with you into exile. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will send the sword, famine, and plague against them. I will make them like figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten. I will pursue them with the sword and famine and plague, and I will make them abhorrent to all the kingdoms of the earth, a curse, an object of horror, scorn, reproach among all the nations where I drive them, for they have not listened to my words, declares the Lord. Words I sent to them again and again by my prophets and servants. And you exiles have not listened either, declared the Lord. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all you exiles, whom I have sent away from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says about Ahab, son of Koaliah, and Zedekiah, son of Maasiah, who are prophesying lies to you in my name. I will deliver them into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, and he will put them to death before your very eyes. Because of them, all the exiles from Judah who are in Babylon will use this curse. May the Lord treat you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king Babylon burned in the fire. For they have done outrageous things in Israel. They have committed adultery with their neighbor's wives, and in my name they have uttered lies, which I did not authorize. I know it and am a witness to it, declares the Lord. Tell Shemaiah the Nehemiah, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. You sent letters in your own name to all the peoples in Jerusalem, to the priest Zephaniah, son of Maasiah, and to all the other priests you said to Zephaniah. The Lord has appointed you priest in the place of Jehadiah to be in charge of the house of the Lord. You should put any maniac who acts like a prophet into the stocks and neck irons. So why have you not reprimanded Jeremiah from Anathoth, who possesses and poses as a prophet among you? He has sent this message to us in Babylon. It will be a long time. Therefore, build houses. Settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Zephaniah the priest, however, read the letter to the Jeremiah the prophet, and then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Send this message to all the exiles. This is what the Lord says of, about Shemaiah the Nehemiah, because Shemaiah has prophesied to you, even though I did not send him, and has persuaded you to trust in lies. This is what the Lord says. I will surely punish Shemaiah the Nehemiah and his descendants. He will have no one left among his people, nor will he see the good things I will do for my people, declares the Lord, because he has preached rebellion against me. Chapter 30. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring my people Israel and Judah back from captivity and restore them to the land that I gave their ancestors to possess, says the Lord. 
These are the words the Lord spoke concerning Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says. Cries of fear are heard, terror, not peace. Ask and see, can a man bear children? Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor? Every face turned deathly pale. How awful that day will be. No other will be like it. It will be a time of trouble for Jacob, but he will be saved out of it. In that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will break the yoke off of their necks. I will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. So do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. Do not be dismayed, Israel, declares the Lord. I will surely save you out of a distant place, your descendants from the land of their exile. Jacob will again have peace and security, and no one will make him afraid. For I am with you and will save you, declares the Lord. Though I completely destroy all the nations among which I scatter you, I will not completely destroy you. I will discipline you in due measure. I will not let you go entirely unpunished. This is what the Lord says. Your wound is incurable, your injury beyond healing. There is no one to plead your cause, no remedy for your sore, no healing for you. All your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. I have struck you as an enemy would and punished you as would the cruel. Because your guilt is so great, your sins are so many, why do you cry out over your wound and your pain that has no cure? Because of your great guilt and your many sins, I have done these things to you, but all who devour you will be devoured. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered. All who make a spoil of you I will despoil. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Because you were called an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares, this is what the Lord says. I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and have compassion on his dwellings. The city will be rebuilt on her ruins and the palace will stand in its proper place. From them will come the songs of thanksgiving and the the sound of rejoicing. I will add to their numbers and they will not be decreased. I will bring them honor and they will not be disdained. Their children will be as in the days of old. Their community will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress them. Their leader will be like one of their own. Their ruler will arise from among them. I will bring him near and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me, declares the Lord. So you will be my people and I will be your God. See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath, a driving wind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purposes of his heart. In days to come, you will understand this. Chapter 31. At that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they will be my people. This is what the Lord says, the people 
who survived the sword will find favor in the wilderness. I will come to give rest to Israel. The Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you in with unfailing kindness. I will build you up again and you, virgin Israel, will be rebuilt. Again, you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. There will be a day when watchmen cry out on the hills of Ephraim, Come, let us go up to Zion to the Lord our God. This is what the Lord says. Sing with joy for Jacob. Shout for the foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard and say, Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I will bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the ends of the earth. Among them will be the blind and the lame, expectant mothers and women in labor. A great throng will return and they will come with weeping and they will pray as I bring them back. And I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path where they will not stumble. Because I am Israel's father. And Ephraim is my firstborn son. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations. Proclaim it in the distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and Shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord, the grain, the new wine, and the olive oil, the young, and the flocks, and the herds. They will be like a well-watered garden, and they will sorrow no more. Then the young women will dance and be glad, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy instead of sorrow. I will satisfy the priests with abundance, and my people will be filled with my bounty, declares the Lord. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. This is what the Lord says, restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord. They will return from the land of the enemy, so there is hope for your descendants, declares the Lord. Your children will return to their own land. I have surely heard Ephraim's moaning. You disciplined me like an unruly calf, and I have been disciplined. Restore me, and I will return, because you are the Lord my God. And after I strayed, I repented. And after I came to understand, I beat my breast, and I was ashamed and humiliated, because I bore the disgrace of my youth. Is not Ephraim my dear son, the child in whom I delight? Though I often speak against him, I still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I have great compassion for him, declares the Lord. Set up the road signs. Put up the guideposts. Take note of the highway, the road you will take. Return, virgin Israel. Return to your own towns. How long will you wander, unfaithful daughter Israel? The Lord will create a new thing on earth. The woman will return to the man 
And this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. When I bring them back from captivity, the people in the land of Judah and its towns will once again use these words, the Lord bless you. You prosperous city, you sacred mountain, people will live together in Judah and all its towns, farmers and those who move about with their flocks, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. At this I awoke and I looked around. My sleep had been pleasant to me. And the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will plant the kingdoms of Israel and Judah with the offsprings of the people and the animals. And just as I watched over them to uproot and tear down, to overthrow, destroy, and bring disaster, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. In those days, people will no longer say, the parents have eaten sour grapes, the children's teeth are on edge. Instead, everyone will die for their own sin. Whoever eats sour grapes, their own teeth will be set on edge. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel, with the people of Judah, it will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. This is what the Lord says. He appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and the stars to shine by night, who stirs up the seas so that its waters roar. The Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease. Being a nation before me, this is what the Lord says. Only if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out, will I reject the descendants of Israel because of all they have done. The days are coming, declares the Lord. When this city will be rebuilt from me, from the tower of Hananel to the corner gate, the measuring line will stretch from there straight to the hill of Gareb and then turn to Goa, the whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to the Kidron Valley on the east as far as the corner of the horse gate will be holy to the Lord. The city will never again be uprooted or demolished. The book of Lamentations, chapter 1. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. How like a widow is she, who once was great among the nations, she who was a queen among the provinces, and now has become a slave. Bitterly she weeps at night, Tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is no one to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. 
After affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile and she dwells among the nations and she finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads of Zion mourn. No one comes to her appointed festivals. All her gateways are desolate. Her priests groan. Her young women grieve and she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her masters. Her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. Her children have gone into exile, captive before the foe. All the splendor has departed from daughter Zion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness they have fled before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in the days of old. When her people fell into enemy hands, there was no one to help her. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. Jerusalem has sinned greatly, so has become unclean. All who honored her despised her, for they have seen her naked. She herself groans, turns away. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, Lord, on my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. The enemy laid hands on all her treasures, and she saw pagan nations enter her sanctuary, those you had forbidden to enter her assembly. All her people groan as they search for bread. They barter their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. Look, Lord, and consider For I am despised. Is it nothing to you? All who pass by, look around and see. Is any suffering like my suffering that was inflicted on me, that the Lord brought on me in the days of his fierce anger? From on high he sent fire and sent it down on my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate and faint all the day long. My sins have been bound into a yoke. By his hands they were woven together. They have been hung on my neck, and the Lord has sapped my strength. He has given me into the hands of those I cannot withstand. The Lord has rejected all the warriors, and I'm in midst, and he has summoned an army against me to crush my young men. In his winepress, the Lord has trampled virgin daughter Judah. This is why I weep, and my eyes overflow with tears. No one is near to comfort me, no one to restore my spirit. My children are destitute because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has decreed for Jacob that his neighbors become his foes. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. The Lord is righteous, and yet I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples, look on my suffering. My young men and young women have gone into exile. I called to my allies, but they betrayed me. My priests and my elders perished in the city, and while they searched for food to keep themselves alive. See, Lord, how distressed I am. I am torment within, and in my heart I am disturbed, for I have been most rebellious. Outside the sword bereaves, inside there is only death. People have heard my groaning 
but there is no one to comfort me. All my enemies have heard of my distress. They rejoice at what you have done. May you bring the day that you have announced so they may become like me. All their wickedness to come before you. Deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all of my sins. My groans are many and my heart is faint. Chapter 2. How the Lord has covered daughter Zion with the cloud of his anger. He has hurled down the splendor of Israel from heaven to earth. He has not remembered his footstool in the days of his anger. Without pity, the Lord has swallowed up all the dwellings of Jacob, and in his wrath he has torn down the strongholds of daughter Judah. He has brought her kingdom and its princes down to the ground in dishonor. In fierce anger, he has cut off every horn of Israel. He has withdrawn his right hand at the approach of the enemy. He has buried in Jacob like a flaming fire that consumes everything around it. Like an enemy, he has strung his bow. His right hand is ready. Like a foe, he has slain all who were pleasing to the eye. He has poured out like wrath, like fire on the tent of daughter Zion. The Lord is an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all of her palaces and destroyed her strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentation for daughter Judah. He has laid waste his dwelling like a garden. He has destroyed his place of meeting. The Lord has made Zion forget her appointed festivals and her Sabbaths. In his fierce anger, he has spurned both king and priest. The Lord has rejected his altar and abandoned his sanctuary. He has given the walls of her palaces into the hands of the enemy. They have raised a shout in the house of the Lord, and on the day of the appointed festival, the Lord determined to tear down the wall around daughter Zion. He stretched out a measuring line and did not withhold his hand from destroying He made ramparts and walls lament together. They wasted away. Her gates have sunk into the ground. Their bars he has broken and destroyed. Her king and her princes are exiled among the nations. The law is no more. Her prophets no longer find visions from the Lord. The elders of daughter Zion sit on the ground in silence. They have sprinkled dust on their heads, put on sackcloth, The young women of Jerusalem have bowed their heads to the ground. My eyes fail from weeping. I am torment within. My heart is poured out on the ground because my people are destroyed. Because their children and their infants faint in the streets of the city. They say to their mothers, where is bread and wine? As they fate like the wounded in the streets of the city, as their lives ebb away in their mother's arms. What can I say for you? What can I compare you, daughter Jerusalem? To what can I liken you, that I may comfort you? Virgin daughter Zion, your wound is as deep as the sea. Who can heal you? The visions of your prophets were false and worthless. They did not expose your sin to ward off your captivity. The prophecies they gave you were false and misleading. All who passed through your way clapped their hands at you. They scoff and shake their heads. Is this the city that was called the perfection of beauty? The joy of the whole earth? All your enemies open their mouths wide against you. They scoff 
and gnash their teeth and say, we have swallowed her up. This is the day that we have waited for and have lived to see it. The Lord has done what he planned and he has fulfilled his word, which he decreed long ago. He has overthrown you without pity. He has let the enemy gloat over you and has exalted the horn of your foes. The hearts of the people cry out to the Lord. Your walls of daughter Zion, let your tears flow like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief, your eyes no rest. Arise, cry out in the night as the watches of the night begin. Pour out your heart like water in the presence of the Lord. Lift up your hands to him for the lives of your children who faint from hunger at every street corner. Look, Lord, and consider, whom have you treated like this? Should women eat their offspring, the children that they have cared for? Should priest and prophet be killed in the sanctuary of the Lord? Young and old lie together in the dust of the streets. My young men and young women have fallen by the sword. You have slain them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered them without pity. As you summoned to a feast day, you summoned against me terrors on every side. So in the day of the Lord's anger, no one escaped or survived. Those I cared for and reared, my enemy is destroyed. Chapter 3. I am a man who has seen affliction by the rod of the Lord's wrath. He has driven me away. It made me walk in darkness rather than the light. Indeed, he has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and my flesh grow old and has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in darkness like those long dead. He has walled me in so I cannot escape and has weighed me down with chains. Even when I call and cry for out, he shuts out my prayer. He has barred my way with blocks of stone. He has made my paths crooked like a bear lying in wait, like a lion in hiding. He dragged me from the path and mangled me and left me without help. He drew his bow and made me the target for his angers. He pierced my heart with arrows from his quiver, and I became the laughingstock of all of my people. They mock me in song all day long. He has filled me with bitter herbs. He has given me gall to drink. He has broken my teeth with gravel. He has trampled me in the dust. I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. And so I say, my splendor is gone and all that I hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I remember them well, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness.
I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, and therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those who hope in him, the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust, and there may be yet hope. Let him offer his cheek to those who would strike him, and let him be filled with disgrace, for no one is cast off by the Lord forever." Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love. For he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone, to crush underfoot all the prisoners in the land, to deny people their rights before the Most High, to deprive them of justice. Would not the Lord see such things? Who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both calamities and good things come? Why should the living complain when their punishments for their sin? Let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven and say, we have sinned and rebelled and you have not forgotten, forgiven. You have covered yourself with anger and pursued us. You have slain us without pity. You have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can get through. You have made us scum and refuse among the nations and all of our enemies have opened their mouths wide against us. We have suffered terror and pitfalls, ruin and destruction. Streams of tears flow from my eyes because my people are destroyed. My eyes will flow unceasingly without relief until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. What I see brings grief to my soul because of all the women of my city. Those who were my enemies without cause hunted me like a bird. They tried to end my life in a pit and threw stones at me. The waters closed over my head and I thought I was about to perish. I called on your name, Lord from the depths of the pit. You heard my plea. Do not close your ears to my cry for relief. You came near when I called you and you said, do not fear. You, Lord, took up my case. You redeemed my life. You have seen the wrong done to me. Uphold my cause. You have seen the depth of their vengeance, all their plots against me. Lord, you have heard their insults and all their plots against me, what my enemies whisper and mutter against me all day long. Look at them. Sitting or standing, they mock me in their songs. Pay them back what they deserve, Lord, for what their hands have done. Put a veil over their hearts and may your curse be on them. Pursue them in anger. Destroy them from under the heavens of the Lord. Psalm 70. Hasten, O God, to save me. Come quickly, Lord, to help me. May those who want to take my life be put to shame and confusion. May all who desire my ruin be turned back in disgrace. May those who say to me, aha, aha, turn back because of their shame. And all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who long for your saving help always say, 
the Lord is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. Come quickly to me, O God. You were Thank you so much for joining us today on our quest. Lord. And we hope that week in and week Do out, you're delay. getting to experience and explore and discover God's incredible desire and search for you. If you have any further questions or want more information, go to peachtreechurch.com slash quest. And we would love to hear from you and hope that you are experiencing the wonder and the majesty of God as you listen to his word. And if you stay with us on the whole journey, I know you'll have this bigger perspective of life, of reality, and of your role in it. We're so glad that you're joining us, and we wish you God's very best.